Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to the NFL. What's up, y'all? Brad the Rollins. Sorry. Two Americans living in Sweden talking about football. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're, it's been a, a, a very eventful and exciting week of football. And uh, yes, we're, it has. we're doing this remotely now. I'm in the middle of a little string of gigs in the south of Sweden, so I can't be in the studio. And we're late. Sorry about that. We're late on the episode because of that fact as well. JR's out telling jokes. They got to get these jokes, man. <laughs> Tell them jokes. Yeah, so, uh, but we can't let you go without uh, a preview. I mean, a re- uh, recap. I'm sorry, a recap That's of true. the uh, the week five games. So, yeah. Um, first and foremost, I want to know about this London trip, man. Oh my god! Dude. Tell us everything. It was uh, it was amazing, actually. The the well, first off, the the atmosphere was just like. Very unique and unlike anything I'd ever seen before. You know, normally you go to any sporting event, you know, it's you're going to see people repping the two teams that are playing. But this was, you know, <clears throat> because they only have a few games that go there a year and you got all these fans. I mean, it was like a it was like a celebration for the love of, of football. Yeah. Right. And you great. saw the most random assortment of jerseys that you could possibly see in your life. I sent you the picture of the Larry Zonka jersey. Yeah. Which was funny. Uh, I mean, you're seeing we we made a game out of it. Me and the kids, like we left the hotel, and the second we left the hotel, we saw a guy in a Falcons jersey, uh, and I was like, okay, all right, that's cool. And then we saw like a Giants jersey, and I was like, okay, well, I was like, well, let's do this. Let's let's see how long it takes before yeah. all 32 teams we find them all. <clears throat> and then, of course, when we got to the train station, you know, the train was just full of people all going to the game. Uh, we went up there pretty early um, and just kind of soaked it all in. You know what I mean? Like kind of people watched and hung out. We we met some like crazy drunk ass Germans. Oh, really? Uh, Germans who drink? were, who, yeah, exactly. Who were very chatty and, and fun to talk to. Like one of them was a Browns fan. And uh, oh. yeah, and he had been a Browns fan like through the bad years too. So that was kind of funny. Oh, man. Um, was he hopeful about now? He was, yeah, very much more hopeful. But this was before the Chargers game, of course. <laughs> uh, I got to say, like, it, you know, I'm not going to lie. Like, it was it was kind of an emotional experience, actually, because, it, it, you know, it was a chance to take – it wound up just being me and the kids, which is pretty rare. I don't, we don't normally, like, go on these adventures. Yeah, you're not a big fan my of them. W- yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. <laughs> But you know what it is? It's like, you know, I, you know, I lost my father like, you know, maybe four or five years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it really, you know, it hit pretty hard. And so every time I every time I do something for my kids that reminds me of something my father would do for me, you know what I mean? It kind of yeah. it, it, it kind of affects you. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and 
and seeing their faces when they walk through the entrance of the stadium and then they got the first sight of the actual field and realizing where our seats were, which were pretty good, like right behind one of the end zones. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Just watching, watching their faces light up and knowing that they're going to remember that forever. Like, you know, as a father, those are like those kind of moments you live for, you know what I mean? Yeah. it was cool, but one of the funnier things that happened was during the warm-up, uh, first of all, Young Waiku was an absolute assassin from the spot. He, he oh, couldn't miss. Cool. He looked great, and it was really cool to watch him warm up, uh, which is more than I can say for the Jets kicker, Matt Amendola. He missed a ton of kicks in the warm-ups. Really? Uh, so much so that I, was, I told the kids, I was like, he's going to miss one during the game. And sure enough, he did. He he missed a, a PAT, doinked yeah. it right off the bar. But his best miss that came in the warm-up, I had just got – I was sitting there with the kids, and Matt Ryan came out, and he was warming up. He was in the end zone warming up. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to go get a picture of Matt Ryan. And uh, I get up, and then all of a sudden this football comes flying past my face and lands right next to me because the Jets kicker had missed, and Whoa. it landed there. <laughs> So I picked up the ball and everybody around me was like, keep it, keep it, keep it. Don't throw it back. <laughs> but then they kind of, you know, the the Jets yeah. guys were like pointing and they were like, ah, I give it back. And so then I kind of decided to make a meal out of it. Uh, and I was like, all right, fine. And then I sort of, I pointed, I called my shot. I was like, go deep. <laughs> I just dropped back and I tossed it like sort of 20 rows, beautiful spiral, rainbow pass right into his hands. Oh, uh, and the rest of the crowd, like around us, were like, <laughs> you know, like that "That's so cool." It was very funny. And then, like two minutes later, all of a sudden, I get a text with a picture of me in the crowd and a buddy of mine saying, "Hey, nice throw, bro!" And he was sitting like a few rows away and, and had taken. Uh, and so we, ch- I think he was there actually with the NFL Paulden guys. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Anyway, oh, it was cool. just kind of – it was crazy. Uh, Corderell Patterson wound up being a crowd favorite. He came out later and started playing uh, catch mm. with the – like he came out and just started throwing the ball into the crowd and people would catch it and throw it back to him. He did this for like a half an hour. Oh, that's cool. Uh, it was Man, it was like great. an ambassador. <clears throat> it, was, it was pretty dope. Uh, and, and, uh, and then, yeah, of course – you know, we, we sat there and, and the kids were just like mesmerized by the whole experience, like totally locked in. That's great. And at man. one point, my I get a text in the middle of the game from my cousin who was watching back in Atlanta saying, hey, you were just on TV. Oh. So we, we were in one of the crowd shots uh, and she sent me the picture from the TV. And I was just like, that's <laughs> awesome. This is crazy. <laughs> That's crazy, Skip. That's amazing, man. I'm glad. That was a great experience. I'm so glad because I remember uh, we talked about it privately how you were kind of conflicted about if Mm. it's worth it, if it's responsible and all of that stuff. And Mm. it feels like you made the right decision, man. It wound up being, um, I mean, luckily they changed the restrictions right before we left. Yeah. The getting through the airport part, all that stuff was really, wasn't that difficult. Um, once we showed all the relevant paperwork in Orlando, like getting into England was just like getting into any other European country. Like it was just like, you just slide right through. 
Um, so do you have a good. Swedish passport? I do. Yeah. Okay, that might be harder for me. Mm, but, we'll see. but yours, but you have a permanent resident card, I assume. So. Yeah, yeah, I'll bring that with. So me. it should be fine. Okay. It should be fine. They'll, they'll probably treat you the same. Well, Although, yeah. we'll see. <laughs> they might have some racist bones in their body. We'll talk about that in a little bit. <laughs> Man. Uh, uh, well, uh, you want to get into some football stuff? Well, this was football, it. but the I can uh, <clears throat> I can start by telling you that you lost Flip 'em and Pick 'em 9 to 7. Oh, wow. Yep. Uh, first game you got right, you picked the Rams to beat the Seahawks, uh, okay. and they and they did twenty four to seventeen. Um, this one turned out to be a tale of two halves, right? Yeah. First half was a bit of a dud. Um, I think the Seahawks went into the locker room with a seven to three lead. But, yeah. You know, uh, the second half, both of these teams kind of woke up. Both quarterbacks, unfortunately, got injured. Um, Stafford was able to continue, popped his finger out and then popped it back into the socket. But Russell Wilson wasn't so lucky. Did you see that shot of his finger mm, all crooked no, and shit? I, I got to look away from that stuff. <clears throat> yeah, that was ugly. He He's already had surgery. He's got screws in his finger. He's going to be gone for at least six weeks, it seems like. Ooh. It's uh, not five to 12? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> what a weird uh and geno smith did not look that bad i was thinking that but geno smith is still fucking geno smith <laughs> yes well you know i say geno smith didn't look bad but then i woke up this morning and and the seahawks have reporting that the seahawks are are working out blake bortles so geno smith may not <laughs> obviously was not uh, everything they had hoped. Man, how far has Cam Newton fallen? That was the first. That was actually the first um, report that I saw. Was it wasn't like anything credible. It was just some reporter saying, "Oh, well, maybe they should be trying out Cam Newton." Um, it seems like Cam Newton would fit that offense better. I think so. You know what I mean? They do if a lot of deep to... balls, though. They do a lot of deep passes. So True. they need somebody with kind of a cannon, like. Even like Josh Rosen or somebody like that would be better. Yeah, but Josh Rosen is a Falcon now. Yeah, but the Falcons. So is Matt Ryan. <laughs> yeah, but he's not available. Yeah, yeah, I see what you're saying. Josh Rosen looked good in warmups too. I was like, damn, that guy's. I, I was yeah. almost. I was joking before the game. I was like, be, I was like, I don't want Matt Ryan to get hurt, but I would like to see Josh Rosen get in there just to see. Until you like. see Josh Rosen get in there. <laughs> exactly. Like, oh, he can't make exactly. any good decisions. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he hasn't played any relevant football ever. <laughs> uh, What's the next game? Uh, you got your boys. That's right. Um, what happened in that game? Okay, so. Uh, I mean, I'll say this. With the exception of how we tried everything in our power to lose this game with those two fumbles. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a pretty good performance by the Falcons. And unfortunately, it, it always has to be couched under the you know phrase of like it was against the Jets. Um, but Matt Ryan was on fire, dude. I mean, really, like what was he? Thirty three for forty five, three hundred forty two yards, no sacks, no sacks. <laughs> I, think, uh, I, I thought you should have gotten. They should have done one for you, just for good to old yeah. time's sake. 
And the defense defense balled out early. Um, I mean, I think they actually – I think the Falcons – the reason why the Falcons won this game, in my opinion – I mean, there's a lot of things that you can look back to, but um, they forced the Jets to two, three and outs in a row. Like, it was just like – we owned the ball for almost like the first quarter and a half. The Jets had barely touched the ball by the middle of the second quarter. Um, I thought this was definitely Arthur Smith's best game as a coach. He was getting comfortable. Um, <clears throat> game management was pretty brilliant. There were a lot of like long clock eating drives. Play calling was on point. Um, and of course, with no Calvin Ridley and no Russell Gage, the assumption was that Kyle Pitts was going to have play a bigger role. And dude, see, I, I cannot tell you how happy I was to be this frustrated Falcon fan for the first four weeks going like, when are we going to see it? And then the day that you finally, it happens, we're there. Yeah. This guy was on, and there was, you see that one handed catch Yeah, where he was going out to the, and I remember like I was sitting there and I I saw the pass and you know, when you're at the game, that's the other thing that's so different. You see the game in such a different way when you're there yeah. in person and also like seeing it from the end zone too you're seeing it from a completely different perspective than the tv oh, broadcast true, yeah. so you you're seeing it more in the same way that the players are seeing it like man you know yeah exactly um but when matt ryan threw that pass i was like god damn it matt ryan what a shitty pa- oh shit he caught it I I, like, they did it nonchalantly too like all right that's me yeah <laughs> I I got I mean it felt like he was just he was on fire he was shredding the Jets DBs nine receptions for 119 yards his first touchdown uh, I mean it was I mean the Jets you know the fact that the Jets managed to pull within three was just like I I can't I can't even tell you like I was sitting there even though I was not watching it on television I could just feel. The like the next gen <laughs> stats gods like in my head. Uh, what, what if they uh, would have come out? What if they'd have come out at the game? Uh, hello, uh, so my, this is just the next gen stat. We have to. Oh, <laughs> and and the thing what they kept showing the QB stats up on the big screen, comparing Matt Ryan to Zach Wilson, and you're looking at the box score, and you're like, why, why are we about to lose this game? Why does Matt Ryan have almost 400 yards passing and Zach Wilson has, hasn't even broken 100 yet? Yeah. And, and they're here. They're, they have a shot at this. Um, but whatever. We got the ball back, and we did another one of those great drives. Deep shot to Kyle Pitts to set him up in the red zone. Uh, and Mike Davis, you know, basically just drove the entire team into the end zone yeah. to get that final touchdown. Um, yeah. It was it was uh, it was very cool to to go there and to come back with a victory. Uh, <clears throat> we got out of there as quickly as we could, and we went back to the hotel. We stopped off at KFC on the way. Nice, but I couldn't get the VPN to work so that we could watch Red Zone. Um, but uh. we solved it by I called my wife on on Zoom and she set her computer up in front of the TV here in Sweden so that we could <laughs> sit there in front of my computer in England and watch Red Zone. <laughs> wow, that's some dedication and ghetto shit all in one. Yeah, fried chicken, <laughs> little, fried chicken, <laughs> a little janked up fucking rewiring Red Zone. Yeah, man. Two countries. It worked. <laughs> nice. Really glad you got to experience that. 
All right. Yeah, it was pretty cool. <clears throat> uh, next game is Green Bay Packers and Cincinnati Bengals. Packers win 25-22. Nobody. I'm surprised how close it was. The Bengals are all right, man. Hey, the Bengals are good. This was a cra- – okay, look, this has to be taught. Week five was a rough week for kickers. A record-breaking yes. thir- 13 mix- missed extra points plus another 12 field goals missed brought it to a grand total of 25 for the weekend. But no game had more kicking drama than this one. Yeah. Um, and what – they had – he had uh, Green Bay's Mason Crosby had – he'd made 27 straight field goals going into this game. Bengals Evan McPherson already had two game-winning field goals to his name. Um, and then with two minutes left, between the two – like just over two minutes and into overtime, how many missed field goals were there? Were there five? Damn, was it I think that there one? were five. I think Crosby missed three. And, uh, yeah, two minutes left. Crosby shanks a 36-yarder, potential game winner, wide left. Joe Burrow drives down, Bengals oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, set up McPherson. He misses a 57-yarder. Still time on the clock. So Rodgers goes down. Crosby's got another crack at it, 51-yarder, missed it. Um, Joe Burrow threw a terrible pick in overtime. Yes. Um <clears throat> Packers got another crack at it, and yeah, he misses again. Bengals put a drive together. Mephi- uh, the hardest, one, Mephi- the one where McPherson thought he made it. Yeah, yeah. And he starts <laughs> celebrating. And I heard the post game interview, and he was like, he was like, I struck it well, and I saw it going right down the middle, and so I started celebrating. And when I turned around and looked and saw the referees motioning no good, he said, I thought they were just like playing a joke on me <laughs> I, was like, I was like bro and he said it like dead serious i was like i don't think i've ever seen an nfl referee go haha just kidding just kidding like, no, it wasn't holding <laughs> they don't work like that <laughs> i was like what are you talking about it's this new thing they're doing now for entertainment's sake <laughs> yeah exactly crosby finally ended this madness with a 49 yarder uh and that's not yeah. even a slouch distance either no no, you know, and it was kind of, it sort of was the biggest what if of the week at the end of it. It was one of those things where it's like, you know, I know that it stuck, sucks to lose that way, but but you can't help but wonder, like, what if the Bengals had won this game? Like, what kind of conversation would we be having about about them? Yep. Um, I mean, I think it's great that they, I'm sure that they take some pride out of having almost won this game, but but still, it's it's still always a tough way to lose a game. Yeah, that's um, true. Just an absolute shit show for the kickers. All right, then the uh, the Vikings nineteen to seventeen over the Detroit Lions, who are zero and five now. I mean, <clears throat> poor Dan Campbell. He's he was crying in the post game interview. Nuh-uh. you? Yeah. <laughs> you haven't seen that? No. Get up, and on the way up, we're gonna buy the kneecap off. <laughs> he didn't yeah. say anything in that uh, press conference about we're gonna get up and start crying. <laughs> I mean, I here's the thing. <clears throat> okay, it close, so it was let, close score. Yeah, I mean, Vikings kicker Greg Joseph saves the day. Uh, good for them. You know what I mean? Yeah. They they've 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 had some bad losses too. Yeah, in a second. one of them being to the Bengals too. Um. And if they had, lo- I mean, if they had lost this game, I would argue that Mike Zimmer's seat would be boiling hot. Yeah. I mean, you. Lo- I mean, the fact that you've had 
to win a game against the Lions like this is kind of bad enough. Yeah. Um, and the Vikings blew it to the Bengals too. And apparently the Vikings blew a ten point lead with less than three minutes left in this game. He's supposed to be so a defensive coach, man. Yeah, exactly. Dan Campbell showed some some serious stones after that late DeAndre Swift TD saying, fuck this tie. He went for two. He got the lead. He was not interested in going to overtime. Um, but unfortunately for him, all Cousins needed was two deep shots to Adam Thielen that set up the game-winning field goal. You Dan know Campbell, going to Thielen too, man. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Dan Campbell has gone from talking about biting off kneecaps to crying in the postgame presser. Uh, I feel like Detroit has a – he's like a broken warrior. I, I mean, mm. he, he was crying about – he was basically crying about how hard the guys fought and how difficult it is to lose a game like this. And it, it's just a – yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't – yeah. I think it's – I think Dan Campbell realizes that, you know, it's not about kneecaps. Um exactly. I mean, because this team couldn't even manage to swallow a bowl, a bowl of uh, oatmeal at this point. Um, so and you know a kneecap goes down funny <laughs> yeah it might look like an oyster but it's hard it's hard alright the uh, Saints 33-22 over the Washington football team was this their get back get is right that the, one, the next one I have is the Broncos and the Steelers did I miss something I'm, I'm using the uh, the picks can't pick them oh really yeah okay alright um well I would say on this one <clears throat> tough day for Tyler Heineke who's continuing to prove that he's still like a, a young back, Fitzpatrick backup yeah oh yeah young Fitzpatrick exactly <laughs> uh a week after a gutsy performance uh he comes out and goes 20 for 41 no TDs two picks uh Jameis Winston on the other hand you know continues to win games despite the shaky stats. He only completed half of his passes. He went 15 for 30, but he had four touchdown passes. <laughs> None of them more insane than this Hail Mary to Marquez Callaway. It was just yeah. like, what the fuck? Uh, Kamara had a monster game. I guess you could say that's probably why they won. Um, much smarter play calling by the Saints. I mean, when they lost, I, I felt like that was their problem last week. Was I was like, why is Kamara not? part of your game plan he's clearly your best player it's like it's um, like sean payton's kind of a mad scientist like he's yeah just figuring out all of this <clears> stuff out like last year he had to figure out this whole breeze and uh taste some mm. concoction and now he's got to work in this uh this uh winston and then this kamara and all of that and you know sprinkle in a little taste of i think they're gonna they're gonna be all right by the end of, of the whole well thing. his job just got a little less complicated because Taysom hill got like bonked out of this game with a concussion um so i don't know if they're really gonna have him next week yes um, i mean i don't think he's that i think he's it feels like he gets in the way a little bit for me <laughs> But it is a new, it is another package. So losing that package sucks. I mean, he's a great sort of deep red zone package, right? Guy, exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. So losing that sucks, and but so can I mean Kamara should be that as well. So I but, don't. Uh, but Taysom couldn't. <clears throat> he throws better than the average non-passer. Right. He but, throws better than than Alvin Kamara is what right. you're saying. <laughs> and he throws worse than every quarterback in the NFL. So. <laughs> <clears throat> That's nice. the problem. He throws worse than one tight end uh, mm. 
or better than one tight end, and that is uh, Tim Tebow. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I feel like one thing that has to be pointed out in this game is Washington's defense. Um, oh, they're, they they came? I mean, this is a real – I mean, think about how, how the way we were talking about them last year. Yeah. And now I looked this up before we, we started recording. They have the sixth worst defense in the NFL. What, yeah, man. What the hell's going on? I don't know, man. I can't explain it. Um, I think the the schedule is a lot tougher than it was last year, and it looks like they're playing tougher teams so far this year. So that's all I can attribute it to. They they played against the division, their own division. They had six games against the NFC East, who was really really bad last year. But now even they're mm-hmm. looking better. So it ain't the that defense ain't so vaunted right now. I'm still mad that the Falcons lost that game last week to them. Yeah. Ugh. They really blew a chance to whatever. Uh, anyway, what's the next game? The Eagles <laughs> twenty-one to eighteen over the Carolina Panthers. Yeah, uh, this was a weird one. I call this uh, upset. You did, <clears throat> um, and it looked like it wasn't going to happen. I mean, the Eagles were dreadful through three yeah. quarters, and then Jalen Hurts woke the fuck up. He sure did. He erased a 12-point deficit uh, after – I don't know. I don't know if he woke up or if Sirianni, like, just let him off the leash or or what happened, but um, he chain, ran for – big-ass chain. <laughs> exactly. He ran for two second-half touchdowns. Um, he busted out the ultimate flex in Carolina with the fucking super Cam Newton yeah. Superman <laughs> celebration. I can't imagine that sat well with the Panthers fans. Uh. <laughs> um, Sam Darnold had a terrible game. Man, uh, he sacked three times, picked three times. He's got five picks in two games now. Uh, on a day when you really had the Eagles, you but know, they are who we thought they were. I, I'm starting to think that this Panthers team might have been a bit of fool's gold going three and zero to start the mm-hmm. start the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, on a day, and it's not like you know. I mean, Chuba Hubbard had a great day. He rushed for over 100 yards, right? Yeah. So he's filling in great for McCaffrey. So it's not like you can say, like, oh, it's because they didn't have McCaffrey. You know, they did have Darnold. (laughs) They lost this game because the old Jet Sam Darnold showed up. Um, So that's a tough loss for them. I mean, this is a game they should have won. And this could easily be one of those things that you look back to at the end yep. of the season and be like, fuck, man, we would have made the playoffs so we wouldn't have had, had that, game, laid that yeah. turd against the Eagles. Yeah. So. <clears throat> All right, next game, Tennessee Titans beat up on the lowly Jacksonville Jaguars, 37-19. Uh, to 19. Nobody saw this coming. No, I really <laughs> thought, you know, I thought the Jags were going to show up and play for their coach, you know what I mean? Because <laughs> they have so much. They love Having this guy. seen him. Having seen him get a lap dance from a, you know, from a pretty blonde in an Ohio bar, you know, I just really thought that was kind of the kind of motivational video material that, you know, that really gets your team going. Um, yeah, and they had I mean, the lead at first early in the game, and he was going nuts on the sideline. I haven't seen him that, uh, you know, excited. I think besides, he's, on I that, think he's, besides on that video. This guy, yeah, exactly. This guy's gonna come unraveled. The Titans needed a get-right game, and they got one. 
they lost to the Jets last week. Um, yeah. Derrick Henry personally jammed the Jags' 20th consecutive loss right down their throats. Man, distracted. Yeah. <laughs> He distraculated all over their faces. 29 <laughs> carries for 130 yards and three touchdowns. Uh, I mean, I mean the Jags did – they kind of came out and trick, tripped over their dicks right out of the gate. You know, it was the third play of the game. It was like a fumble scoop score. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, the next game is the New England Patriots versus the Houston Texans. Patriots won 25-22. It was closer than people – was like Mac was. Yeah, I tell, tell you something funny. I tell you something funny that I love about I love the British accent. Uh huh. It's so funny, and I love their insults too. The insults that they have that we don't we don't normally use. When we were standing in line to get on the train to go back to the hotel, there were a lot of people standing in line, and these Brits started to pull up Red Zone on their phones. Mm-hmm. You know, and as soon as you were near somebody who had it up on their phone, people would start to kind of huddle around that guy. And we're all, oh, that's so cool. Red Zone zone on this dude's phone. And this guy, he's standing there with his girlfriend, and he's like, and she's like, oh, which which game is that? And he's like, oh, it's the the Patriots and the Texans. And he's like, oh, I like those white jerseys. The white jerseys are really cool. I like those. He's like, no, that's the Patriots. You can't root for them. They're wankers. <laughs> <laughs> Did people laugh? Yeah. <laughs> you can't root for the Patriots. They're wankers. <laughs> uh, and their the, the owner actually got a wank job. Uh, yeah, he did. So <clears throat> Big <yeah>. one. <laughs> uh, I'd say the Patriots dodged a bullet here because yes. they – they nearly lost to the lowly Texans. Yeah, Texas came um, Davis Mills was out there lighting these clowns up, going 21 for 29, three touchdowns, no picks. What uh, happened to Belichick point, versus uh, young quarterbacks or whatever? He's a rookie, I right? know. At one point, he had him up 22 to 9. Mm-hmm. I mean, yep. I, I was like, what is going on here? They kicked uh, their way back into this game. Well, that's funny. The, 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 I mean, the Tide – started to turn thanks in part to like a pretty hilarious play that you don't really see every day when the Texas punter like kicked the ball off of the back of his own player. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that's not, that's like some like crazy high school shit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, Mac Jones, I guess you could say really showed up when it mattered. Yeah. At the end that pass. You know what I mean? The back of the end zone. Oh my gosh. I'm not saying that he's like, the greatest rookie quarterback of all time, but what? Everybody but I will say is. that he, I think he's, I think he might be better than than all the other ones that were drafted this year, at least in just based on his performance so far. Better than you know Zach I mean? Wilson. I got to see Zach Wilson <laughs> up close. Um, not impressed. No. That's another thing that you can't see on the broadcast. Like when he threw that interception. Mm-hmm. I knew it was going to be an interception the second the ball left his hand. Oh, wow. Zach Wilson. Like, because you can't, you know, because when you're watching it on TV, you're just seeing the quarterback yeah. and then the camera shifts. So you don't get, but the second he threw it, I was like, that's going to be a pick. And boom, oh, there it was. Wow. It was, oh, God, it's, nothing beats being there live. Sorry. I th- I I'm think, going uh, back to the Falcons. Man. I think Mac <laughs> Jones gets handled the best of all of the quarterbacks. That's a good point. They're bringing them along better. And, like, Wilson, they're kind of, here, man, 
help throw us. him into the fire. Yeah, yeah. and uh, what's another? He's, Justin he, Fields the same thing. Like they're they're <clears throat> giving on the wrong type of playbook. Patriots kind of built this these schemes around this guy and are trying to. They're doing it right. Yeah, you're probably. I think that's probably a better way to put it. Of all the rookie quarterbacks, he's the one that seems the. You know, he's a, He's not being thrown into the fucking incinerator like like the rest yeah. of them are. Yeah, he's, they're like they're hitting him with a do your job as they always do. Do your yeah. job, you know. Throw it when we need you yeah. to throw it, and we'll figure out the rest. Exactly. So, uh, kudos to them, man. They're doing it right as they always do. Mm-hmm. Uh, next game, uh, speaking of teams that do things right, Pittsburgh Steelers beat the Broncos uh, 27 yep. to 19. Steelers got a much needed win, but Ben's still looking like Ben. <laughs> True. But I also think that. Oh, he this threw game some showed... bombs, though. He did throw some bombs. <laughs> he did. But I also think that this game showed us that the Broncos probably had no business being one of the last undefeated teams in the league. No, that was their second uh, loss. No, I know, but I mean, they were one of those teams oh, yeah, that were three and zero. Yeah, that's true. Um, you know, I—I I mean, obviously, you know, Big Ben did have a better game, but and also, I think they did some. Re- I mean, he only—he went fifteen for twenty-five, two TDs. I mean, much better than when he was throwing the ball fifty times exactly. a game. Remember that? It was yes. like, why do you have this fucking guy throwing fifty times a game? Oh, and one Najee- of my one of my candidates. Oh, yeah, you about to say it too, Najee Harris. Yeah, he was one of my candidates for. Yeah, Najee had a much better game. This team needs a great running back. I mean, if you're not gonna, if you can't figure out a way to balance, especially with a quarterback as old and rickety as as Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah, I mean. He, you know, he still looks like I, he's wearing a backpack on the front. <laughs> like, yeah, I was like damn, man, take that off, man. <laughs> I know. Uh, I mean, Teddy B didn't have a terrible game. No, they just um, looked like a, a, the worst team got beat up on a little bit. They just they just couldn't really put up any ports and any points on the board until the fourth quarter, and by then it was just too little, too late. Yeah. Um. Speaking of yeah. teams that got beat up on, the uh, Miami Dolphins uh, lose Oof. to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, forty-five to seventeen. Dolphins I was going to ask if we were going to. I was going to ask if we were going to skip this one. Oh yeah, we can. All right, next game we got the. Uh, no, <laughs> I don't know what to say, man. The Dolphins, uh, as we you, we talked about, the um, what'd you say, uh, Geno Smith coming in, yep. uh, backing up Russell Wilson. Um, and how Cam Newton might, you know, how that may or may not work because of the style of the team, throwing the ball deep and all of that. It's a, it's, the Dolphins are the prime example of why your backup needs to have a similar skill set to your uh, quarterback. And it's a good uh, point. And that it's just the offense just does not work with Jacoby Brissett as the. <clears throat> he looks like he's at his best once things break down. <laughs> And then right. things are going to break down, but they break down in a different way because the offensive line – actually, the offensive line played better. So, like, mm. it's almost like he needed to, like, get outside the pocket and, you know, start playing fun football instead of <clears throat> quick, like, sharp uh, Tua-like stuff of the, the RPO, man. It's like I watched Carson Wentz playing in the Colts game, and I was like, that's what an RPO fucking looks like, man. Yeah. What what's going on with the Dolphins defense? They're on the field the whole game because the offense can't get a first down. Mm. 
So the defense is out there playing all goddamn day <clears throat> and hoping they could get a turnover. They lost the, the turnover streak finally ended at 26 games. And uh, yeah. yeah, they couldn't get any, they couldn't get a turnover. Tom Brady was picking them apart with his, uh, he threw five touchdowns, I think it was. Yeah. So like, Four, over 400 yards, five TDs. Yeah. He was, and they're like, he turned back the clock. No, he had all oh day, he had all. Time he didn't world. turn back the clock. He had never. They were talking about how he had never done this before. He had never thrown yeah. over four hundred <laughs> yards. In five, how is that turning back the clock? Exactly. Uh, he's a, they got a great. Uh, it's just a, a great team played against a team in turmoil, uh, and yeah, and it, it looked closer too during the game, and then they pulled away at the end when Miami just ran out of gas. So, well, I hope, I I hope that they. You know, I, I felt this way when the Falcons lost to the football team before they went to London, um, thinking like, okay, well, they have to be they have to be pumped, thinking we're going to fly over there and there's no way we're going to lose this football game. Right. So hopefully the Dolphins will do the same because I would hate it for you if you go over there and have to experience a loss to the Jags. Hey, if y'all want to see a Dan Campbell <laughs> press conference on SpinFL <laughs> – then we're gonna have to turn the cameras on when the Dolphins lose, and I'm over here. <laughs> I thought I, they wanted it so bad, and it's gonna be a real. It's gonna feel like a an actual home game with all those Jags fans over there. Yeah, you know the Falcons game was technically a Falcons home game, but I can tell you that the Jets fans outnumbered us four to one at least. Oh, I bet because uh, most of the them, Jets, when they go there, they go to New York. When the Jets scored late. To come within three, the place was the first time the whole the, the place just erupted. Oh, um, and every time the Falcons touched the ball, they booed. Really, they yeah. did it like that, huh? I was like, "You guys are dicks." And every time I stood up, there were a bunch of Jets fans behind me who were like, "Sit down!" Oh no, no, I was like, stop Fuck it! You. <laughs> All right, next game is the uh, the Chicago Bears. Beat the Las Vegas Raiders uh, twenty to nine. Another team in turmoil is the Raiders now, but we'll talk about yes. that later. Yeah, uh, Justin Fields got his first win as a starter. Yeah, um, <clears throat> you know, so that's. I mean, it, it, it it's hard to say. Um, I mean, I feel like the defense, the Bears' defense, won this football game. Um. I mean that, and I guess you could say. I mean, we're going to get into this later, but the you know the it's so hard to know when these when these controversies break out. Like, how much of an effect does it really have on a team? Like, you know, all this shit that happened with John Gruden. Like, can you really say that's why? Um, when did it come out? Well, it started on Friday, and it didn't oh, okay. really get insane until until Monday morning. Um. But I, I don't know. I just think the I think the Bears defense was just they played lights out, you know. Yeah. I mean they 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 were all over. The, Khalil Mack had a huge game. Yeah, that, I felt like that was uh, a comeback game for that guy, man. Yeah, <clears throat> and um, you know the Bears the Bears defense made it so that Justin Fields didn't really have to even do that much. I mean he didn't. It's not like his stats were blowing up on the on the box score. Right. Um, but. They played a solid game, and they played more to uh, Justin Fields' strengths. Um, you know, it finally looks like they're play calling around his skill set. Um, yep, they're learning. And um, so, 
I don't know if that means that the Bears are, you know, suddenly going to turn this thing around, but um, I'm certainly more worried about the Raiders because they have a pedigree of falling off the cliff year after year. Yeah. And well, maybe the cliff know, has arrived. <laughs> I, and that's the thing. You kind of uh, start to think that that may, that might be what we just saw. Um, most likely that's what we saw. Probably. Yeah. That's about we'll to see. be. Um, next game is the Los Angeles Chargers beat the Cleveland Browns 47 to 42 in a crazy good game. My Lord. They were just, uh, defenses were like, ah, we don't have to do anything. It just seemed like whoever had the ball last was going to win, and that's what happened. <laughs> I mean, this was an absolute barn burner. Yeah. Uh, a game that had one tie, eight lead changes, four of those lead changes in the final 15 minutes. Yeah. As the team, both teams combined in the final 15 minutes for a total of 41 points. <laughs> yeah, wasn't it like 500 yards at the end or something? Or, uh, it was insane. Was Austin Eckler had teams? three TDs in the fourth quarter all by himself. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> That dude, oh my god! <clears throat> the Chargers were, what were they, four for four on fourth downs in this game? Uh, it was. I mean, this team and this coach. I, I was in. Okay, we. I think we talked about this a lot when we went through the coaches. Brandon Staley was like, okay, well, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. This could be another one of those like, you know, young guys who doesn't really deserve the chance that he's McVay, getting. The whole McVay thing. Um, was it from McVay? He was like yeah. defensive coach for the yeah. yeah, but I gotta say, man, this guy's—he's got this team firing on all cylinders and yeah. playing like a championship squad. I mean, yeah, defensive I mean, coach, man. It's like the offense. Okay, they'll have it, but he's—I'm a defensive guy. Let's make it happen. But it's yeah. not like defense won that game, though. But no, 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 no. But they put it together. Uh, They've been putting it together nicely. They might—they uh, might wreck our whole bet with the taking that division if they do. Maybe Baker Mayfield played a lot better. Uh, but yeah, he was did. no match, nah. no match for Justin. Never heard of this dude, Herbert. Yes, who went twenty six for forty three, three hundred ninety eight yards, four touchdown passes. The Chargers hung twenty five points on the Browns in the fourth quarter alone. That's crazy. But that's I mean, the def- defense got to be embarrassed. <clears throat> this is not your grandfather's Chargers here, boy. <laughs> no, sir. Uh, this team is really fun to watch. Yeah, actually, yeah. um, yeah, it's gonna be fun, man. And uh, and I could feel a budding rivalry between them and the Chiefs. It's gonna be fun the next few years. Can you imagine if you bought a ticket to this game? Imagine talk you, about you just had talk about getting in town and go to check a football game out. <laughs> talk about getting your money's worth. Yeah, man. That'd Jesus Christ! Imagine you've you never don't have a been horse to a game. Race. You don't have a horse you've in never race. been to a football game in your life, yeah. and and you're like, oh, I'm visiting Los Angeles for the first time. <laughs> Let's go to a football game, yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> and then man. you get to see that. You're like, holy crap! In, in your Chicago Bears jersey. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. yeah. Oh wow! This is fun. <laughs> oh, this is American football. It's very oh, fun. So very fun. <laughs> 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 oh, oh yeah! God. Congratulations to Sweden. They uh they won a qualifier game yesterday for the World Cup uh, qualifier. That's true. They beat Greece. Yeah, two to zero. Uh, speaking yeah, of uh, barn burners, uh... <laughs> <laughs> almost had a spit take. 
right. Uh, then we got the uh, Dallas Cowboys beat the New York Giants 44 to 20. You knew they came to play. They, oh, yeah. came, they started out like, all right, let's go. Let's go. They look. Yeah. I don't know, man. I've, I've never been a, you know, I've been, you, you got to either love or hate them. This year, mm-hmm. and it might be because of hard knocks, I've taken like a bit of affinity towards the, the Cowboys. Not going to lie. See, that's it. Fuck hard knocks. This is why I don't yeah, like that show. Yeah, they make you like, they give personalities to the guys behind <clears> the, <throat> under the helmets. And I was like, huh. I mean, they're, don't get me wrong. They're fun to watch. I I get it. Trayvon um, Diggs is like my favorite player in the NFL right now. Dude. I mean, <laughs> this guy. He's like my favorite he, player. He had another pick. Yeah. Right? He dropped he another has, one, too. He had a, a deflection, I guess. But, you know, I was I like, think this he has six everywhere. picks through five games. Insane, man. Right? Um, Kadarius Tony is turning out to be a really fun player to watch for the Giants. Uh, mm. He he was their their first round draft pick this year. He had 189 yards receiving before he was ejected late in the game for punching a Cowboys player in the helmet. Oh yeah, I saw that shit. Uh, which I always sort of think to myself, like, why? Why would you punch a helmet? You're a wide receiver. Why? Why? I don't understand why anybody would punch someone wearing a helmet, like. Grab his face mask and maybe trying to punch the chin strap. Do a, you know, do a Miles Garrett and rip it off and hit him in the head with his own helmet or something. Yeah. Like that that makes more sense to me. Give him a wedgie. Like, be creative. <laughs> uh, the Giants had a rough day. They lost Saquon to an ankle sprain. Oh man, um, you saw that? I've done that before, and it blows up quick. It hurts. Yeah. Uh, Daniel Jones got knocked the fuck out. Man, Oof. and he was like, he, uh, even... he got up and did the fucking. Uh, <laughs> I don't. I shouldn't no. laugh. <laughs> I mean, he didn't even know where he was. That guy. Yeah, he started doing the uh, <laughs> uh, the Superman that get in the dance. What's me, you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I said, like, oh man, he should lay down a little bit. Yeah. Well, that meant that they had to rely on Mike Glennon as their quarterback for the rest of the game. Uh, who did throw a touchdown pass, but he also threw two interceptions. It's so weird seeing him because, like, you, you believe in a, a taller quarterback more because it's so good. But six eight, it's like you're too tall, man. I don't mm-hmm. know. Every time I see him, I'm like, you're too tall. His neck's too yeah. long. You know, I just Mike Lennon. Yeah. I, I feel like it's not easy on my eyes. So don't make him a quarterback. Sorry, guys. <laughs> yeah, Zeke had another big day. Man. Uh. Dak threw for 300 yards and three touchdowns. Beautiful 50-yard bomb to C.D. Lamb. Looking yes. ahead, the Cowboys have one of the easiest schedules in the league. And I know it's only week five, but I just don't see how they're going to not win this division. They're going to win it, as uh, we said. The Giants, on the other hand, are one and four, extremely banged up and supremely fucked at this point. Yeah. I wouldn't. Yeah, they're in trouble. Yeah, and then uh, yeah, concussion protocol and all of that, and then uh, Roger Goodell is a pussy that cares about the health of players. So, right, and Blake Bortles <laughs> is probably not going to be available, so you're no, just going to have to roll with Mike Glennon. I was uh, <laughs> Blake. <laughs> I, caught, I and for the record, I was saying he's a pussy because that's what John Gruden said. I want people to know that. Yeah, I was quoting John Gruden. <clears throat> what? Uh, mm. Every time a quarterback goes down, you can't help but think about Cam Newton. Obviously, I mean, yeah, could course. he fit into this team? What's uh, let's see the Giants? Yeah, why not? 
Man, imagine that rush. Imagine trying to decide as the defensive end on a read option or on a option play or whatever. Yeah, read option. If you're going to stay out here and watch for Saquon Barkley or am mm. I going to crash down and go after Cam Newton? Mm-hmm. Or vice versa. Yeah. yeah it could be interesting. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, one quarterback uh, that's not losing their job anytime soon is Kyler Murray. And the, the Cardinals won over the 49ers in a close, hard-fought game that I thought the 49ers would win. Uh, actually, I, mm. picked, I picked the Cardinals, but uh, I thought they could win this game, and I kind of need them to because we have the Rams winning that division, and our big bet needs to go through. So <laughs> stop mm. winning, Cardinals. God damn it. They are fun mm. to watch. Uh, this game wasn't that fun of a game. But they're right. showing they could win in different ways, and uh, my Cliff Kingsbury hate might be. Uh, I might. I was wrong. It seems like we'll see. Yeah, I mean, you know, the good news for the Forty ers is that they figured out how to do something that nobody else has figured out how to do, which is slow down Kyler Murray. The bad news is, you know, like you said, they lost this game. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> but Trey Lance, think- like, what? If, if that's Garoppolo, I think they win the game. I agree Um, because, you know, I I mean, it was good to see the kid play Um, and he did have, you know, he he looked good, especially on his feet. He had 89 yards rushing, but you could also argue that he ran all those yards because he couldn't manage to settle in and and do his primary duties as a quarterback, which is to find open receivers and move the ball downfield. So, you know, uh, there's that. I mean, the Cardinals defense is this one of those games. The defense won this game. Um, fourth downs, stopped them four times. Um, even had a goal line stand at one point, which was pretty impressive. Um, and then you know when when Kyler needed to find DeAndre Hopkins, they found him. Yeah, uh, he found him, and, and oh my gosh, and D Hop just he, he continues to defy logic from the receiver position. It was just a better uh, case by I. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, the Cardinals remain the only unbeaten team in the league at 5-0. and I think they're going to hit a cliff. Um, I really do think they're going to hit a cliff. I think you're right. I do not expect these games them. have been like... I mean, they have Cleveland next, which That's will be a tough be, one. Yeah. They got Green Bay in a couple weeks. Yep. Um, yeah, they might hit. They might have a little losing streak. It's, we got to see how they handle it, though. But the rest of their schedule is really not that difficult. I mean, with the exception of the fact that they will have to play the Rams again at some point. Um, yeah. But I see them as playoff contenders, oh, definitely. barring any barring any major injuries. Yeah, NFC still uh, open, man. Yeah. Uh, one team that we had really high hopes for that now has a losing record is the Kansas City Chiefs. They faced a buzzsaw of a Buffalo Bills team that was ready to go. Josh Allen is looking like the MVP prospect that everybody was predicting at the beginning of the season. Their slump that they had, even though they're 4-1, that slump that they were having, and everybody's a little bit worried about them, I think they cured all of those fears uh, with the game on Sunday night when they basically manhandled the Chiefs, Hmm. who can't stop a nosebleed. It's bad. They are they're looking really bad on defense, man. Um I was almost I went into this I was pretty confident the Chiefs were gonna lose this game. Uh I feel like the surprise and wow factor with this team is gone. Yeah. Um and he, he, you know 
here we have another example where the Chiefs play that fast and loose style that most of us fell in love with them for. Uh, but now teams are catching up to this, and it's you know, it's not the first time that they've proved the point that you can't win football games when you turn the ball over four times. Yep. You, you just – I don't care how good you are. Um, you know, not all of the – it's, you know, Mahomes threw two picks. Obviously, the pick six was not his fault. Tyreek Hill should have yeah. caught that ball. Yeah. Um, but that's beside the point. You know what I mean? I mean, the Bills just absolutely steamrolled the yeah. Chiefs. And then and Josh Allen looked unstoppable. And then they couldn't it's like they were like, tackle, what's that? Mm. <laughs> like well, he'd get outside and then he'd start running and then they just didn't know what to do. The secondary was anemic. The yeah. uh the Chiefs now have the second worst defense in the NFL. Damn. When it comes to yards. <laughs> to lose this bet up. that we have, this division bet, if we lose it on the Chiefs. Which was the most mm. like surefire winner of the division that we thought before yep. the season starts. Wow. Uh, <clears throat> the Chiefs lost Clyde Edwards Alaire to a knee injury in the second half in this game. Kelsey left with what I assume was a concussion. Yeah. Um I mean, obviously the Chiefs have enormous potential on offense. Nobody really questions that, but the real problem uh is that the last few years of them lighting up teams all over the league has set this new standard and the standard which a lot of teams have addressed have sort of risen to that standard Mm -hmm. uh you know and i get that it's only week five uh and the chiefs you know do have the same record as the atlanta falcons i'll point out um but (laughs) but think about this remember that game against the cleveland browns that they nearly lost until the browns punter muffed the punt oh yeah Think about that because I because I would argue right now that the Chiefs are essentially one muffed punt away from being one and four. And that'll be the same record as my team. <laughs> That's correct. Uh, I think it's time for Kansas City to hit the panic button and and figure out a way to fix this defense. Because... Bring in Cam Newton on defense, man. <clears throat> <laughs> Yeah, they got to do something because that's the thing that they changed. That year they won the Super Bowl, that defense was yeah. was good. They were getting turnovers and stuff, but maybe they mortgaged the future of the team on the craziest quarterback contract ever. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Team's going to have to learn, man. Mm-hmm, Because mm-hmm. they got their best, well, the defensive end, Emmanuel Ogba, he's, he's gone. Like that year after winning the Super Bowl, they were like, all right. Thank you for your service. And now he's a dolphin. I feel bad for my buddy uh, DeAndre Baker. He's on that secondary for the Chiefs. I yeah, haven't man. really looked to see how bad he's been playing, but I can't imagine it's very good. He doesn't tackle as well without a gun in his hand. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> the final game was a, a really fun game. The Baltimore Ravens came back and beat the Indianapolis Colts 31-25. to um, Wow. I, I, yeah. The Colts, just, wow. the Colts fumbled that game as if they were Lamar Jackson. <laughs> right. I mean, the Colts blew a 19-point lead. Insane. 19 points. I mean, that's some straight Falcon shit yeah. right there. Uh, <laughs> was Shannon involved? Can- was Shannon involved? <laughs> I feel like he must have at least been in the building. Yeah. Uh, both QBs. <laughs> Both QBs went off. Carson Wentz was 25 for 35, 402 yards, two touchdowns. Lamar Jackson, though, 37 
for 42. 442 yards passing for Lamar Jackson. Passing. Four touchdowns. Plus, he was the leading rusher with 62 yards. Did they get over 100 rushing yards? No, they didn't. I don't think so. I felt like they were Uh, trying to, but if he got 60-something. And and he had 86% completion percentage. Damn. For Lamar Jackson. The way he was throwing, he looks so, the way he plays football is like, he looks so smooth, man, like fluid. Yeah. Because he's so slender and like, he's still kind of tall, but then mm. he like, the moves when he starts running, it's just, it's really, really fun to watch this guy. I also love, you know, there's always been this knock on Lamar Jackson that he can't lead the comeback, you know? So I, I was glad to see that that. That that happened. Crazy stat on Good Morning Football that I saw yesterday. Okay. Top five passing leaders. Lamar Jackson is number five with 1,519 passing yards. He's eighth in the league uh, in rushing yards, Mm -hmm. just behind Alvin Kamara. And get this. In total offensive yards for, like, a team, the Raiders are sitting on, like, 1,885. The Eagles are in 14th place with 1,863. Lamar Jackson, all by his damn self, has 1,860 total yards, which makes him more productive than half of the teams in the NFL. Whoa, whoa. Just Lamar Jackson is in 15th place, and everybody else is below him. (laughs) That's crazy. That's insane. Yeah. Uh, There there should be some MVP. MVP talk about this guy. I said Russell totally. Wilson, but I was just, I mixed up. They all look alike to me. Uh, I mixed them up. So, you, you, have, I, you must have so many racist bones in your body. Right? <laughs> <laughs> all right, the, uh, that, was, that was all the games, man. Yeah. Um, and I lost 9-7 to seven and flip them, pick them. You did. Who's your, uh, who's your MVP of the week? My, uh, let me see that my MVP of the week is uh, my real MVP. I got to go mm-hmm. with uh, Austin Eckler, man. You're the real MVP. You, you, you did what you had to do. Carried your team in the fourth quarter and, uh, mm. and it destroyed our bet. So, mm. yeah. How about you? I, I'm actually I'm going to stay with the Chargers. I want to say Lamar Jackson, but, but I also think that Justin Herbert, the way this kid puts this team on his back. You're the real MVP. He plays with no fear. Uh, yeah. I mean, I guess, I don't know. Maybe you could I, – I, I just feel like this kid is like – I can see this kid winning a Super Bowl if he keeps playing like this. Yeah. It, it's just kind of amazing. Yeah. Um, I feel like he's taking over as the best young QB in the NFL, you know, this spot that was formerly held by, by Mahomes. Um, mm, damn, that's a bold statement. Shit. Yeah. That's a bold statement. <laughs> yeah. I don't know about all of that. <laughs> I'm going to I'm gonna have to pump the brakes on that one. I think it's uh, the first time. I feel like this is the first time the Chargers have been relevant since they had Dan Fouts. Remember him? Yeah, I remember Dan Fouts. I was, uh, I'm too young to uh, know what, uh, to have visions of Dan Fouts when you say it. <laughs> Besides the commentator. <laughs> yeah. But, um, that is a bold statement, and uh, I can't deny it. Uh, yeah. But taking Mahomes' place and like Lamar Jackson, come on, man, these—they're the faces. Lamar of Jackson, right now. hey, but look, I still feel like the Ravens are kind of like the Ravens are four like, and one. 
I know, but just keep doing it. We'll see. <laughs> yeah, I, I still that's just what I say to the young quarterback. Keep doing it. We'll see. Lamar Jackson been doing it for years. Uh, Patrick Mahomes. I'm a little concerned about Lamar Jackson's fumbling, though. I agree, and I'm also a little concerned that. But I think the I think the Chargers are a more balanced team. You know what I mean? Like the way that they can rely on Herbert, the way they can rely on Austin Eckler, the way they can rely on those receivers. Like I just, I'm a little more worried about the Ravens being able to keep up this level of performance through an entire 17 game season. I'm perfectly happy to be wrong at the end of it. Yeah, I'm gonna but say. I'm, just saying I'm right gonna now, throw out little, there. I'm gonna throw out there John Harbaugh and the fact that these guys' rushing attack has been so potent for so long that they lost. He's a great coach. The streak of uh, 100-yard rushing games was insanely long, and mm. uh, it just got broken even though Lamar Jackson has 60-something yards rushing. It's like He's a pump great the brakes, man, on these uh, <laughs> the, the balance of the team. That team's always got a good defense. They always got. He's a great, a great coach. Yeah. You're absolutely correct. He's a great coach. And, chill and out, Skiff. Stop with the hyperbole. You, I, you, okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Who's, who's okay. your trash, man? Who's your trash of the week? Trash of the week uh, can go to none other. Well, it could go to all the field goal kickers, but I guess we have to give this one to John Gruden. You uh, are trash. Yeah, that's mine uh, as well. He has brought shame and disgrace to himself. That's uh, not what the league stands for. <laughs> <laughs> yes. He has embarrassed a very um, reputable yeah. uh, entity in the NFL, yeah. which is known for inclusion and solving racism. And uh, I can't wait to dig um, into this. We're going to get into this next episode. Uh, and uh, we're going to, because this, this episode has run long enough. We'll go ahead and wrap it up. And then we're going to talk shit, about Oh, You learn any shit? You got shit oh, got learned? Shit got learned. I learned that the Buffalo Bills, oh, first of all, AFC East, I mean, the AFC team to fear, obviously, is the Buffalo Bills. But that's the shit I learned that these mm. dudes can beat you so many ways, man. So watch the F out. And, but yeah. the, you know what? I take it back. I'm sorry. The shit that I learned mm. uh, is the proof that your backup quarterback is very important and has to be similar to your yes. uh, your uh, starting quarterback or else Good point. everything falls apart um that's the shit yeah. i learned for real yeah yeah uh the shit that i learned there is no greater joy in life than being at a game live <laughs> in person and sharing that joy with people that you love you know, going all the way to the game in London and having that experience with my kids will be a moment that will put a smile on my face for years to come. It was fantastic. Man, I'm glad for you, man. I yeah. can tell that you were happy as it was going on. I see your your eyes welling up now. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad for you, man. I thought I, for a second as I was looking at the screen here, I thought I was watching a Dan Campbell press conference, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but i'm glad man i wish my kids were older and i could do that with them but when they get older i will definitely do this if the nfl still exists because uh who knows but uh mm. really really uh really glad for you man i can't i'm yeah. over here smile i'm all smiles because of that as well so glad that's yeah, cool shouts Very to cool. the shouts to the masara gang yeah baby we brought <laughs> home the dub 
<laughs> scariest uh, AFC team. You agree with me, Bills? I think for me it's a coin toss between the Bills and the Chargers. I'd love to see these two teams face off with each other. I think they're both fantastic. Uh, I think the Bills maybe edged them a bit with a better defense. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Um, and uh, NFC. that more versatile quarterback, too. True. Um, uh, NFC, that's tough, man. That's tough. I wanted, I guess I got to say the Packers. They got the best wide receiver and arguably the really? best quarterback. In, in I would say it's either the Bucks the or the Bucks. Cowboys. Oh yeah, can't can't deny the Bucks. Uh, they played a trash Dolphins team, but mm-hmm. uh, if there's a team with a defensive line that's really good, then the Bucks have trouble with that. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't say the Cowboys though. Dan Quinn's turning mm-hmm. it around, but they're not there yet. So yeah, the Bucks are the scariest. You're right. Bucks are the scariest. Mm-hmm. Yep. There you have it. All right. Well, thanks for checking this episode of Spin NFL out. <laughs> this was fun. We'll be back with some predictions and some some get some shit off our chest about these mm-hmm. uh, this John Gruden drama. So stay tuned. That episode is dropping on Friday. It's been Jonathan Rollins and Skiff Nisara, and we'll be back next time. Take care, y'all. Peace, lady, y'all. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.